0: Okay, here we go. The Planet, Planet Mikey Show. Shoot. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Planet Mikey Show. Kicking it back, Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last laughs and <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So this is episode forty-six, and I can't help but think of Bob Stanley when I think of number forty-six, which kind of makes me a little sick. I don't like thinking about Bob Stanley. I guess I could do worse. Lenny Meggs is here with us tonight, and of course, Ben Kitchen, Bill Smith. Lenny, how are you? I'm fine, guys. You sure? Yes! Yes, I'm doing good. Well, you got those little yeah. headphones on? They're not even—they don't even look like real, real headphones. They're like little earpieces that you might listen to your smartphone with. I've been on the show ten seconds, and you're criticizing
1: me. <laughs> oh man, Are you surprised? Uh, uh, no, Ben. Something—it's it's <laughs> something. quite, quite comforting.
0: Yeah. Lenny's, been, Lenny's been around for a lot of these weirdnesses. Now, our program is our program. It's a podcast. God damn it! And we're going to explain. To Lenny, just what a podcast is, because he lives in a, in a different place. Than, vacuum, it's called. Uh, a vacuum. Uh, we are sponsored by Dr. Robert Leonard and Dr. Matthew Lepresti, Leonard Hair Transplant Associates. They're the best in permanent hair restoration. They uh, have a toll-free number, 1-800-GET-HAIR. You can call and get a free consultation. Now, also, Joe Fish. Or, Lenny's here. He's Italian. I'm going to call it Joe Pesci. <laughs> it's a little fish. Uh, Joe Fish in North Andover, North Reading, where many of our guests like to go eat seafood and stuff. And buymygrandma.com for my grandma's coffee cake. Uh, Whether you like the cinnamon walnut, the no nuts, like some of our co-hosts here. (laughs) Hey, we haven't heard from Jeff Cooner yet about his cake. You're right. He got it. Oh, he was excited about that. Uh, They have Granny Smith apple. They have blueberry pumpkin spice. One of my favorites, my favorite in my top three, pineapple coconut. Oh. It's to kill for call one 8 grandma and tell her Mikey he said hello, <laughs> <laughs> Lenny Megs is an old friend, and I don't mean that old in a disrespectful way well, you're right in both counts well yeah, I know you're probably well, you're probably at least fifty <laughs> <laughs> in which in which leg <laughs> And Lenny and I go back to, he used to come on my TV show in the 90s and we'd have a lot of fun We're talking about shit and it was all live. and uh, I knew then he's a great guy, so then, I, when I got to WBEI and I said, i got to get a guy in here that I can hang around with who's a good guy. None of this mutt shit. None of this Mike Mutnansky crap. I want a guy that I like in here in the studio, so we got Lenny. I'm glad to see
1: you over the mutt thing.
0: <laughs> no, you know what? It's, it's like really. Clearly, you haven't been listening. Lenny. You know, the thing is about Mudd, seriously. I just want to say this seriously. You know, for all the things we've been through, Mudd and I, and, uh, you know, the fact that he got me fired, helped with Kirk to get me fired and all that stuff, I'm, I'm really over it. I, I really can't. I just can't think about a guy just because he's an asshole for the rest of my life. I got to put it aside. You know what I mean? Oh, God. You know, it's, it's not my fault that he was a dick to me. That's all.
2: But I'm over that. Oh, the sensors
0: kicking in. <laughs> but Lenny is great, and Lenny, no one, there's, it's like, nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee, nobody doesn't like Lenny Meggs. Oh. By the way, did I give you that nickname, or did, is that something you've always had? I think you did. Yeah, Lenny mm. Meggs. Lenny Meggs. Right? Isn't that what you do when you're Italian? You take. By the way, your name in Italian should be pronounced the silent G, right? Yep. Meliola. True. Did I say that but right? What does that mean
2: in Italian?
1: <clears throat> it means you got a name. That's all. Uh, <laughs> uh, usually, the <laughs> We're we gonna break down Italian names. Uh, no, here? we're, we're, we're gonna going have some trouble. trouble. Sometimes they'll say,
2: you know, you came from a village where they, uh, they, uh, they. Yeah, that's true. Took care of horses, or they,
0: you know, they baked bread, or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah but there's always some kind of like salt to lamacchia. There it yeah. is. That's when you have you have some little lamacchia and you put some salt on it. <laughs> that's exactly it's right. Like, what does it mean in Italian? It means put the salt on the lamacchia. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> doing the cooking show. He's <laughs> gonna be the translator tonight. Now, Lenny, I say I say you're an old friend. I don't mean oh Snapple. Oh, thanks. Whose idea was that?
2: Ben. Ben Ben ran out and got the Snapple. Just like that. There's nothing like that. Look at that. Derail the conversation.
0: Just like that. Mike's on there just like a squirrel. No, I'm gonna tell you though, Lenny I when I say old old friend, I don't mean old, I'm not like, talking about his, his chronological age, but I, I will say this. He uh Lenny is kind of old you know <laughs> like when, when, when Lenny when they when they retired his number back yeah. in his playing days it was a Roman numeral <laughs> VII uh, uh, oh wait and Lenny at his last birthday he had so many candles that uh, the fire marshal had to approve the whole the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> there it is I mean when he goes out to dinner they make him pay up front but he's not old it's not that he's old. <laughs> Lenny, at, at back in the Nekin days, we had some good times. You were there for all of the live weird hijinks for a lot yeah. of them, huh? Yep. Was that was it?
1: not the classic one
0: though? Which when one? The cameras crushed you. Oh, the camera when the camera charged the mound. Yeah, that was a. You know what's really weird about that clip? First of all, it was a mistake. Obviously, the robotic cameras. No, I never saw this. Describe this. Well, oh. we're sitting on the set, Howard Green and myself. Yes. And all of a sudden, the robot started. Sh- Nodding These were robot cameras controlled by the people in the back room. Okay, the, the camera one that was on us started nodding its head like this, just to move it up and down. So the picture's and, going up and down. And then a- it charged the mound, and we picked it up on camera two. The the camera one came just came toward us all of a sudden and pushed our entire set right off the, right out of the camera frame. And I'm going, it's attacking us! It was it was live, you know. And Howard almost it was like his third night on the show. I think he peed his pants a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Howard did. But then the text had to run out there, and I'm going, we're off the air, because we were. It was weird, but they caught all that on video, and they sent it to Dick Clark's America's Funniest Bloopers or Blunders or whatever it was called. Did you win the $10,000? No, I didn't, Uh, but but it ran on that show. And then they had an America's Funniest Contest state uh by state in in Massachusetts. They put that clip in there. Now, here's the weird thing. Every time it ran on Fox or on... Whatever the network, the other one network was, NBC or something. You got $7. I got $700. Well, okay. It was like union scale. Bingo. I don't even think I was in a freaking union. I just got these checks coming in from, because they ran it like eight times, and they, I kept getting $700 checks for a mistake. I did the original show. I don't really think I made 500 on that show. <laughs> got to love TV. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a class. You know, you weren't there for that. You're lucky. No. You're lucky. People had heart attacks, and they were like freaking out. So, how's your family? Your your son, who we love, Christian Megliola, is a, is a Celtics vice president now. You got to be real proud of him. He was an intern for my TV show in the '90s, and this guy this guy is not only one of the great people in the Celtics organization, but man, is he! They love him over there.
1: He's popular. Yeah, he's popular.
0: Not just with you, though. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, the coach likes him, and Danny Ainge likes him, so he's off to a running start. Yeah. So the players have to like him.
0: Yeah, but yeah. you, you're—I mean—you're a longtime Celtic guy. You love—you love the Celtics. So do you get to yeah. go to games and stuff? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. You know, I spent fifty years going to games and writing about them. So now I
0: like to think I'm in semi-retirement. So, but I'm, you're a Celtic guy, Lenny. Who's your your top? Who would be your Mount Rushmore of Celtic people? If you had to do, say, okay, these are the four faces from the glories, glorious Celtic history that I would put on Lenny Meggs' Mount Rushmore, who would it be? Idris Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about no. AC Earl? Uh,
1: he's my third choice. Uh, it would be Bird, obviously, and Havlicek. And if you could create Koozie. Into the uh, 21st century, he would be on it, but, you know, it was a different style of play. Um, Tommy Heinsohn came up young and was a stud. But you got
0: four already, and that means you knocked Bill Russell right out of the mix. Four white guys. No, the other one's
1: uh, extreme, right? Okay, It is the Celtics. Wait a minute. That's fair. Uh, uh, Bird's white? Oh, I must see. uh, I was thinking Otis Bird, I guess. Um, (laughs)
0: Otis Bird song. (laughs) All right,
1: Havelcheck.
0: Havlicek, McHale. McHale. um Russell, Russell, Dino Raja and Bird. <laughs> no, I already said Bird. You said that, you that, said Bird would be the first one. You right? said Havlicek, Russell, Bird, Bird and McHale. and McHale. Right. That's and, a pretty good. And group. that's
1: four, but they're so good, I don't need a
0: fifth. I put See, I go with John Bagley, <laughs> <laughs> John Bagley, AC Earl, Greg Kite and uh Purvis Ellison? Never nervous Purvis. Mm. Never played either. Never played Purvis. What an awful get that was. Oh, he was picking up a check, Yeah, I took uh, AC year old uh, shoe shopping. What? Why? He had size like 18 or 20 feet. I don't know. When he first signed, we were looking for stories to do. So he said, I know. He's got the biggest feet ever. Let's take him shoe shopping. He agreed to it. So we rented a limo. This is at Naked. <laughs> I, I could They let me do whatever the fuck I wanted at that place. Okay, let, we went to the mall, a couple stores, and we they didn't have, of course, the biggest size they had was like 16 or something. They didn't have any 18s or 20s or whatever the hell he was. I think he was 20. No,
1: Bob Linnia had the biggest, 20.
0: Yeah, 20. Yeah, wow. But uh, – and then AC Earl, like scored eight points for the rest of the season, but you know it's still a fun fe- feature. He, he, compl- you know. he complained he kept tripping. He got bad. His, his shoes were too tight. Bad shoes. <laughs> How about when? Remember when Larry Bird used to rub the bottom of his shoes all the time? Yep. Why? Why did he do that? It's, does anyone ever know? Yes. Why you get a better feel of the bottom. traction? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Rubbing them does that.
1: Well, I don't know if he's the first one to do it because a lot of them do it now.
0: You know what the funniest thing he ever said was when Lobel when they had the. Uh, Lobel, Bobby Orr, Ted Williams, yeah. Larry Bird, mm-hmm. get together. Sports final. One of the great moments in Boston sports history. And they got to the end. They brought out a birthday cake. In fact, it was, it was Lynch, not Lynch, uh it was uh, Numi who brought out the cake. It was gopher. Go get the cake. It was Larry's birthday. <laughs> they taped the show. They brought it out there. And it was all lit. And they sang happy birthday to Larry. It was just so weird. And then Lobel goes, well, come on, Larry. Blow out the candles. And Larry goes, Oh, you don't want me to spit all over the cake, do you? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to do it. Oh God! So, uh, so that's your Mount Rushmore. Is it, does yours change with it? Is, is there anybody you'd put up there, Ben? That he didn't put up there? Because I love McHale too. I mean, but I is he in the top four though? When you got Russell and you got Havlicek and you got Bird, it's like that fourth spot's tough, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, who would you put? see I do not I d I don't I'm I don't think about things before I say them. So I don't know. What's new?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know who I did love though? Dennis Johnson. He'd never be in the four. Oh DJ. Top four. Very cool. God he was funny. Did I tell you when I was the time I was playing golf with DJ, right? In it not just him and me, we were in a tournament. It was some kind of tournament thing. And now you can't take that Ben. He hit a golf ball out of the sand trap, way, way left, and went over this big, huge chain link fence into a parking lot of a hospital and cracked a windshield. We we're walking, and he hit so high out of the trap, <laughs> and all of a sudden you hear. Oh. T- I said, DJ, you just—I think you hit a car. He goes, "Just keep walking, man. Just keep walking." <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to know anything about it. Um, now how about let, let's continue this just real quickly because Lenny's, Lenny's. Been a Metro West and Globe guy. For, he's written about every single sport for like so long. Yes, uh, he used to have to set his own type in the <laughs> paper. Now he used to have to put it <laughs> letter by letter. Remember that, Lenny? Yes, it was difficult.
1: <laughs> <You> Got <laughs> to watch, watch your P's and Q's. Right, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I would spell my
0: byline and say fuck the rest of the story. <laughs> <laughs> so, who would be the baseball Mount Rushmore now? Uh, you know, in your mind. You mean, position by
1: position. No, or just greatest just all place? four. Of
0: the four greatest guys. Mount Rushmore. Four uh, guys. All right. Although I don't think Alexander Hamilton should have been up there. Do you? <laughs> no, Billy Hamilton. No. <laughs> so who are they? Red Sox. Mount oh, Rushmore. just
1: Red Sox. Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously Williams, best hitter of all time. Williams. Yeah. Clearly, for sure. Right. Istrinsky uh, would be there. We're going to go position players. Or we're throwing in pitches too. Would
0: they be able to have enough rock to carve Yaz's nose out on the off the side of that cliff without it f- just falling off? Is Yaz available for a comment about that?
1: <laughs> you want to do Red Sox, <clears throat> Red Sox noses first, and then we'll get best player.
2: Well, uh, actually, I was going to have you move on,
1: Lenny, to something else. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what would that be? Yeah, Pedro. Pedro's right in front of me on the TV. Pedro then, Guerrero? Well, well,
0: <laughs>
1: can I put a picture oh, on the altar? Yeah, time? no, so I, okay, okay. I'm sorry. You yes. Got, uh, yes, uh, yes, you, you got. got Ted Williams. Right, and he you. And got Pedro. All right, I and got, got <laughs> right, I get, uh, George
0: Scott. At, Pedro's uh, in there too. George, George yes. Scott. <laughs> yes. You got, are you going to put gold teeth up there on uh, on uh, Luma? <laughs> he had gold teeth, man. <laughs> He's one of the early guys to have gold teeth. You know. Anyway, I'm sorry. Oh, who's the fourth one? Dwight Evans, in right. I'm going kind of going by
1: positions.
0: No, you, but it's no, it. But it's Mount Rushmore. You just need four the greatest four Red Sox players. You're not going to put okay Cy Young up there. Uh, no, I would put uh, Roger Clemens.
1: So how about Clemens, Pedro Clemens. Williams? yes. <laughs> right. Uh, right. I'm not that old to see Cy Young, but I did see right. Roger, so I'm going with that.
0: All right. How about Joe Hesketh? And he go doesn't he have a place in the? I won't dignify heart. that line. <laughs> uh, Lenny Miglio is here. We I would tell you that my picks, are, Lenny. I keep, I still do these picks. Hey, wait a minute! Yeah.
2: I bet Lenny knows the name Van Lingle Mungo, whatever it is. Who's that? Who is that? Yeah, he's a pitcher, right? Yes, I brought that, that name up last week, cow. and they laughed at me, thinking I, it was a made-up name, but it was what, real. Yeah, Cardinals or something. Jerry Williams told me about this guy. Yeah. There was even a song about him, and he was beloved. But Ben's he was going to look it up. He was surrounded by losers, and he never won anything. Yeah. Yeah. But he was the star you, you, player. Maybe, of the you're team.
0: telling me there's a song about somebody named Van Lingo Mungo, yes. and none of us remembers Absolutely. it? Absolutely, yeah. I yeah. will yeah. have to dig it out. Well, he's That's a very sickness. obscure player. Now, now we're going to find it. Ben's looking it up. He's probably in the Hall of Fame. The football season is in. He's a four-time All-Star. The football season's in full, 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 full swing. And what team? Me. We
1: don't care, Mike. Well, No, This is important. This is Dodgers and Giants. Okay. In what, the 30s? <laughs> 30s and 40s. <laughs> yeah. These guys yeah. played from
0: 1931 <laughs> to 1945. <laughs> These guys are harshing my buzz over here. a four time All Star. Well, you started it, Mike. <laughs> it's a commercial. <laughs> Bet, you, have bet, a, you have a commercial? Yeah, I do. It's, it's for, our, for our friends at betonline.ag. 4, 7 career Oh, my ERA. God. <laughs> ben, Ben's first time on the radio.
1: He'd make $20 million this year. Yeah, no kidding.
0: Shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, Mikey, what's the name of this client? Betonline.ag. Sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. This is what I do. And I, I tell you what, I've been doing really well, even though I had a bad week. <laughs> But betonline.ag, this is where you go for all the action. College, professional, football, doesn't matter. Every spread, every total, every winner, every loser, whether it's a straight bet or parlay or a tease, whatever you want. You can uh, bet on prop bets like uh, who's going to win the Dolphins game. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Actually, they're playing the Redskins. I really am not sure who's going to win that game, a battle of two crappy teams. Um, get the fastest to market odd updates and payouts with the sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. And here's how you get your bonus. What has it been? C-L-N-S-50. 5-0. clns 50 to get your 50% welcome bonus. Proud sponsor of the Planet Mikey podcast. And I, just so you know, last week, I was 20-4 and four on the season going into last week. And I, I, here's why I had a bad week. I was only 1-2 and I wait, lost wait 3. Wait a minute, so you've had two bad weeks now? Well, y- yes. One more and it's Trend. No, no. No, I'm coming back. The problem is there's always this week where you shake things out and people figure out who they are. That's huh. like when the Redskins won a 12-10 to 10 game. Not a Redskins. Uh, uh, the, the Saints won a 12-10 to 10 game against Dallas. Okay, here's Dallas with all the powerhouse offense and New Orleans with this big 12-10 to 10 was the final. It was the first time they won a game in years where they didn't have a touchdown. The Saints, these little things happen. They're called aneurysms. <laughs> <laughs> and they happen. And it's scary. So last week I picked the Chiefs, and who didn't? Right, they lost by a, a slim margin. I picked the, the Chargers to win at home. They also were upset. It was a joke. And of course, the Bears. Uh, those were my three picks that lost last week, and they were really good picks, but they were just the result was bad. New England and Buffalo both won. So my record is now twenty-two and seven. On the year. That's not great. And Ben's going to write down this because these picks are important to people. You know, people live and die by this. <laughs> Mostly die. <laughs> New England will beat the Giants, now, Hold by on, the way. We
2: want the, also an assessment of this uh, list of
0: picks by Lenny. Lenny. Lenny, Yeah, Lenny, okay, Lenny, you, you agree New England's going to beat the Giants Thursday night, tonight. <laughs> yes. It's, when this airs uh, drops, it's, it's tonight. So, yeah. yes, of course you do. You think the Niners are going to uh, beat the Rams? It's going to be the Niners in the Patriots
1: in the Super Bowl. Oh, Jimmy G it's, against it's, Tommy V. Unbelievable! It's unbelievable.
0: <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Uh, Dallas at the Jets. Gee, Lenny, who do you think is going to win that game? I said Dallas. <laughs> that could be seventy to three. <laughs> Kansas City will come back from their loss. They'll be pissed. They're going to be Houston, even though Houston's kind of a weird better without the team. I thought Kansas City beats Houston at Houston. Green Bay wins at home against the Detroit Lions. I'm making six picks here, Ben. And Minnesota at home beats Philly by about a field goal. I'll, I'll take yeah. Philly. Really? Yeah. I hate Philly. You know what? I well, you hate them even but... when they're good. I
1: hate their guts. Well, that's a problem. So you will never you, you'll never pick them because you hate them that, so much. Exactly,
0: and that's yeah. the wrong thing to do—betting with your heart, not your head. But I also think Minnesota at home—that's not a bad pick. Anyway, so those are my six. And <laughs> enjoy. Sp- uh, uh, benonline.ag yeah. and I'm like I'm losing my stru- oh, well, let me have some of this Snapple
1: in- enjoy your three in three week Mike six <laughs> oh Lenny <laughs> Lenny
0: holy shit Lenny yeah, and there you go <clears throat> so Ben yes uh, remember we did that thing when John Fiori was in here you know I like Italian people I have a lot of friends who are Italian and I, I do this out as a sign of respect for the Italian people that I know and Smith so, do you remember this feature no, you- no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes I do Translate this. Yeah, this was good. Well, it's not good. It's fun, though. Well. It's like, <laughs> Lenny's. Lenny's it's, Lenny's. it's like this show. It's not good, good. but it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Exactly. It's always fun. Never, not that, usually, ever that good. So, but this he, is basically formatically correct, then. So I'm going to yeah. give him, I'm going to say something in Italian, in my broken Italian accent. And Lenny, who comes from two parents who were both spoke Italian at home all the time, he's first generation, right? Okay. Second, <clears throat> first, but. Mike, no. I'm first generation. Where did your parents come from in Italy?
1: Italy, they came from uh, Lacedonia, um, the village of Forgia, Foggia, F-O-G-G-I-A. Um, Sounds like a cheese. Yeah. Uh, yeah, formaggio. Formaggio. Yeah. There it is. <gasps> but, He's already um, doing it to me. He no, no, it. no. But I, 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 I'm not goodness because all I heard at home was Italian. All the time. Yeah. So I had to get out of the house to hear English. You ignored it. Yeah. I lived across from ball field, and the kids always playing ball. It was great. Yeah. Great, uh, you know, environment, and that's why, you know, um, I didn't listen to my parents because I didn't know they had to speak English. But they didn't. It was ninety percent Italian. Yeah. So I'm not going to know all these. But wasn't the
0: food that much better?
1: Oh, unbelievable! You know, I was so skinny. As a kid, you could eat everything. Uh, yeah, but uh, I couldn't put on a pound, though. Mike, that's the whole I idea. That's makes I used it sweet. I used to eat my mother's leftover lasagna for breakfast, oh, and yeah. I still couldn't put on an ounce. Right, right? but then, you're still skinny. Then, yeah. Then I learned that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. So well, you
0: you do walk. You do you walk around a lot. You do a lot of long walks. Yeah, and went. uh and you you still, but you still could eat whatever you want and not yeah. gain weight, right? I do two miles a day.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I still. I'm, You know, I'm 155 pounds. Lenny, was that oh. the,
2: was that lasagna cold in the morning, or did you have to heat it up?
1: Uh, I did both. Yeah, yeah, I did both. Cold. My, mo- the, my yeah. mother wouldn't trust me with the stove, so it mainly was cold. Yeah, oh, no, he, he would
0: eat it cold and I then get it, it. To the oven <laughs> himself, and
2: cold. so he did both. Cold the next day. Yeah. So So yeah. they came from Sicily. It's great.
1: No, it wasn't Sicily. It's not Sicily? Okay. No, no, it's uh, north, uh, more north, Naples. Oh, okay. Yeah. Napoli. Yeah, look up Lacedonia, L-A-C-E-D-O-N-I-A, Mike Na- Mike Napoli. Lacedonia.
2: All right, so here come some Italian phrases. If you were an Italian, Mike, what would your name be?
0: Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> in, in Mexico, it's Miguelito. In France, it's Michel, which I resent because well, I'm a guy. That's right. Okay, I have a, I have a wee-wee. So these things you're going to ask me, right? I'm going to say an Italian phrase. You're going to tell me what you think right. it means. but
1: do you have the answers? Yeah. Oh, damn it. I'm,
0: not, I'm going to come ill-prepared? <laughs> no, I was going when to... was the last time I came ill-prepared to a, a podcast, John? Um, Tuesday. <laughs> okay, ready? 20 minutes ago. Follow me on this now. Vara un un'offerta che non può Um
1: That means... Yeah, well, your sister ain't so
0: hard either.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's no. my translation. Don't you, forget, it,
0: it's different dialect. I Italy, know, but I am want to tell right? you. Maybe sh- it would be easier if I did it in this voice. Ready? Okay, go okay. ahead. I'm going to break your fucking neck. No, No. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. That's what that phrase was in Italian. All right, you see how I tied in the Italian character, the Godfather, Marlon Brando. Is that who that was? Yeah, that was Marlon Brando as uh, Don Vito Corleone. (laughs) Where's my shoes? (laughs) No,
1: means the same thing. Where's
0: my shoes? If he had lived, (laughs) he would. Good, very good. All right, ready. (laughs) Non ho mai sesso con iludenti. Not a... No, no, hi, no, no, no! I have con with Speaking Japanese. Yeah, no, no. what was that? <laughs> what do you mean, Japanese? It sounded, it it sounded, sounded Jap- like it. Re- get- Reave me a roan. I never, but I just said in Italian was, and I knew you wouldn't get this. No, very few kids. You got to kind of sing it with a little bit more melody. I never have sex with rodents. Is what I just said. See, mm. I knew that I would baffle you guys. <laughs> yeah. mm. Because how often do you hear that in any language? Right. Right? It's also a lie. <laughs> but go ahead.
2: Okay, <laughs> Here's a,
0: This is the final one you'll be happy to know. Quando uh, era Giovanni, dimenticare, dimetre, de miei pantaloni.
1: What are you doing in my house? <laughs> <laughs> On a Tuesday With where those, we don't have any bread. Without
0: wearing your habit. Wearing those pants. <laughs>
1: You What's know, it the
0: le- Pants is the last huh? word. Yes. It means, when I was young, I would forget to put on my pants. <laughs> so, That's correct. So, Lenny, you got none of them. So, you know, what good is it? does it do you to be brought up in a house where you speak Italian if you don't even know that, you know, having sex with rodents? I was, I was too busy <laughs> teaching
1: my parents to speak English. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. I, I didn't do anything. I I rarely showed up at my house. (laughs) And when I did, it was sad. All right, so now we have, uh, okay, this is the palindrome part. Now, you know, you and I have discussed palindromes sentences that are the same backwards and forwards. And Ben and I have a little contest going on. You can have the coolest one each week. Hold on. Give the uh, palindrome (laughs) segment an intro. Go ahead. Uh, Welcome to Fun with Palindromes. I'm your host, Ned (laughs) Fernbush. Thank you. That was, that was perfect. Fern, <laughs> Fern Bush. All right. So these are these are we've had some unbelievable ones, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, this is like a killer segment. People, when there's a palindrome thing on Twitter, they always at me with it. No matter who. I mean, people I don't even know. <laughs> um, what's your palindrome? You go first because I know I'm going to blow the doors off you. Depardieu, go raz a rogue. I draped. That doesn't make a lick of sense. That sounds like a drunk guy. Sounds French. Depardu, Go Raz, a rogue I draped. That's a drunk guy doing haiku. Mm. That is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good palindrome. Oh, did, Where'd you get that, a Cracker Jack box? Did you yeah. write, write that yourself, Mikey? That's shitty.
2: He
1: really. <laughs> well, let's hear yours. Why don't you, you like want... that? Wait, hear my.
0: Yeah, thoughts. yeah. Hold on. Yeah, no. no, wait a second. Let me get yeah. some defense from my friend right. Lenny. Uh, yeah. You
1: don't like it because you would have loved to come up with it.
0: No, Aww. I'm no. I'm too hot to toot over here. <laughs> too hot to too hot to hoot. That's a that's a palindrome too, but that's not the one I'm using. Too hot to hoot. That's that's probably, I'm, that's that's a, my discard pile. That's from my discard pile. This is my palindrome for today. Now, this is why it was weird when you mentioned Rome okay. earlier. Roma. It's weird. He's, he mentioned that. I'm yeah. getting another one of those psychic well, things. That's one of those things. Because yeah. my palindrome says, and I vote more cars race Rome to Vienna. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll give Rome you. to I'll, Vienna. I'll give you that one. Thank you. I'll, hear, I'll give you that one. Let's that I'll one concede. more time. I think I'm undefeated. One more time. And I vote more cars race Rome to Vienna. Ah, I like that. I'm still stumped. I don't know who comes up with it's these like things. Maserati, yeah. that is pretty good. Maserati. <laughs> <laughs> that right. is pretty good, Mike. I'll yeah, give I, you that. That's a fucking good palindrome. Yeah, I'm sorry. Good. Even, I mean, because it's Italian, too. See, there's, there's, we have a theme going here, Lenny. Yeah. It's an Italian theme. We do this when, when a guest comes in. We do, we theme everything around yeah. the heritage of the guest. <laughs> Remember that time when that a Latvian came in? Oh, yeah. Well, that was good. I thought it sucked. The llama didn't like having <laughs> to hang out outside. How's the show go when you bring in Hungarian? We Oh, it's goulash, baby. Yeah. It's all goulash. Um, so now, what, what, did we, what did I forget? Oh, I, f- I forgot to tell everybody about Dr. Robert Leonard, because that's important. You didn't forget. You did one. Well, I almost did. No. Now, Lenny doesn't need any such treatment, you know, because Lenny has a head of hair. Let's like, have a look like at that. read about. Wow, look at Well. Let's do the comparison here. I look at Lenny's full head of natural hair. Yeah. And I look at Mikey's head, and of they look semi natural. I- they
2: look identical,
0: though. Well, that's what Dr. Leonard does. He makes your head look like that's how it's supposed to look. Now, we've all had hair when we we're young, and then some people lose their hair and they go, oh, they start to say, oh, this, is a, this really sucks. I don't want to be bald. I don't want to look, you know what? You call Dr. Leonard. What he does is, it's so simple. I can't do it, but it's very simple for him and for Dr. Matthew Lapresti, They take the little mini grafts of your hair that's growing perfectly healthy on the side of your head, and you got thick on the side and on the back. You got thick hair on the top; it's thinning on the front, and they, they transplant it little bit at a time. Beep beep beep. Three hair, three hair. There's like three hairs in each little graft, and they fill it in, and it grows because guess what? It's your hair. It's your hair. It's your hair, and, your hair. and it, that's why it matches. Why it grows at the same pace it, it it looks exactly like the hair that you didn't that you don't have anymore it's awesome, and it's so tremendous and uh i I suggest people have a free consultation with one of the doctors down there, what you call one eight hundred get hair you say I want my free session to learn what's going on. You go down and you have a talk with them, and that's the end of it. once you have the hair back and it's growing, you don't even think about it, you don't worry about it, you don't keep oh' don't put on putting hats on when you don't need them. you know would you say it uh it changed your life? Well, it did, but the thing is, after you have it done, you don't really think about it because it's like, yeah, you just have your hair back. But when you don't have your hair and it's you think about it all the time, it drives you nuts. It's on your pillow. It's in your drain. So anyway, call Dr. Robert Leonard, 1-800-GET-HAIR or go to hairdr.com, H-A-I-R-D-R.com. And I don't uh, – the office is – oh, yeah, let me just see if I can do it from memory. <laughs> ben can help. Worcester Newton. Uh, New Hampshire, uh, Quincy, uh, Boston, and Warwick, Rhode Island. Boom! Look at that! Oh. Look at that! Memory like a steel I trap. It. I had mine uh, done at Newt- it. That was very good, and I'm and I'm very happy about it. Very impressive. Um,
1: so- I remember one night on your show, uh, you had you you had Doctor Leonard in a couple times. Yes. over the course
0: of time. Nice right?
1: man, very nice so man. So he came in one night, and I was in, and Steve DeFilippo. From Davio's. Davio's was he right?
2: Yeah, and he's another got,
1: Italian guy. And he's got a head of hair, right? He's yeah. got a head of hair. He's right? got a great head of hair. So uh, Dr. Leonard, you know, looked at me and looked at him. He
0: said, what are you guys, Italian? <laughs> no, he's <it's> like, <laughs>
1: I don't need you guys. Why do you even hear? That's me? right, that's right. You were, I need
0: Mike. I need Mike. You were uh, the proverbial tits on a bull, at that. Yep. both of you guys. But you know what? Uh, Davio's is a fabulous restaurant. And yes, he does have a great head of hair, but not everybody does. I don't know if you get it from your great grandfather. You know, it's, they, they have different ways. It's a of, luck of the draw. Sometimes it's environmental. Look at the Hasselbeck sons. Yes, it's hmm? <laughs> right. Both of them bald <laughs>
1: entirely at a real young age. Yeah, nice guys, nice family. The father, of, she played for the Patriots, yeah. as you remember, right?
0: Well, you know what's weird is about hair is that it, it, it does what it wants to do. Uh, you know, sometimes the, you, you, the hair on your head is going away, and the hair in your ears is growing <laughs> like a, you know, a, yeah. you know like yeah. a tuft, <laughs> like a, no, what are those, <laughs> like a pussy willow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Too late. Well, how are we doing, Ben? We're doing all right. All right, now, Ben, how, how Lenny, how long have you been covering Boston sports? Fifty years. Holy Only shit! Only fifty. Fifty years. I said you were yeah. fifty earlier, and you nodded like, "Yeah." yeah. No, no, I'm no, just, not f- I'm just f- fifty years. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and um, when I started uh, the paper, you know, didn't have a, a Red Sox writer, right? And I, I was new on on at the paper. It was the Metro West, Middlesex. It had a bunch of names, right. Let's say Middlesex News, okay, um, and um, the the Red Sox were so bad that uh, no one wanted to cover them, right? So the sports editor said, "How he didn't have to finish the sentence." What I year said, was this? Lenny? Sure, sixty uh, eight. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I'm am a kid, and I said, "Yeah, sure, go to Fenway Park for free and everything like that." So uh, then that led to the uh, Celtics and that, and the Patriots, and uh, I did a Boston Patriots game. Boston Patriots game. Yeah. Was that Fenway? Fenway, Fenway Park, yeah. right? They barely uh, fit that. It,
0: it, it, was, it would just barely fit into the field there, right?
1: It, yeah. It was, uh, and went from dugout, uh, the end zone, I mean the to field. To the front, wall. Yeah, t- no, to the bullpens. Right, that right. That way, right. And, uh, and I remember uh, I had a little rinky-dink. This is probably when I was at the Native Carolyn Bulletin, which is a twice-weekly little paper, right? And uh, I had a little press pass from them. And uh, I just walked down to the uh, box seats and, you know, there wasn't a lot of security. <laughs> I just showed the press pass. No <laughs> one looked at it. <laughs> yeah, no, basically, you didn't look at it, right? <laughs> he just say, hey, if you want to cover this team, welcome, you know. Yeah. Um, so um, the story is I cover the game from the sidelines, like you cover a high school game, you know. And this is the AFL. AFL was a big thing then, right? And uh, television contracts and all that. Um, but I covered that game from. Uh, a- AFL yeah. Boston yeah. Patriots. Yeah. It was
0: Gino Capoletti. I mean, it was. Gino. Uh, yeah,
1: Gino was playing. Yeah. Tom Eustace. Uh, Larry
0: Eisenhower and yeah, all those guys. Yeah, those guys. Yeah. Sure. Charlie Long. You know, i, I tell you what. Larry Garren. The popularity of football grew so fast. Baseball, of course, has had its ups and downs. And it really largely depends on the, the team. There was the story about the Milwaukee Braves before they moved to Atlanta. And they they sold Joe Garigioll, I think said they sold eleven season tickets, oh man, yeah. for the Milwaukee Braves, but they're gonna break even because they're holding them for ransom <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there was the old Cleveland Indians, remember that place? That yeah. was a gigantic stadium it held like sixty thousand people, yeah, and they had no attendance because yeah. they were so awful and and the guy made the joke he called he, I called it see. I call these box office, say, What's the what time's the game? And the guy said, "What time can you get here?" Oh man, you know, wow. I mean, those those are like the the, the most yeah. cruel moments. Fenway. There was a game in '65. The Red Sox had 655 people in Fenway. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Yeah, that's like you you could hear the umpire farting. Yeah. Well, ten thousand for Ted Williams' last uh, at bat
1: home run. Right. Right. Yeah. It was. Did but they know
0: my, for sure that was his last game. They didn't announce it or make it a big thing. They just he just decided you know, but, not to he, make the trip to New York. Yeah, right? he he told them I think in advance. But the yeah.
1: fans. He didn't go around to every fan and say, this "Yeah, this is my last game." No, yeah. oh, it wouldn't
0: have taken him long. You were there when in the moment I consider to be the greatest Fenway moment of my life, and I'm sure you were there too. The '99 All Star game with Ted, right? Yeah, I was there. What an un wasn't was that in your memory the greatest moment at Fenway? Um. Well, yeah, it's
1: it's off-the-field moment. It's a non-game moment, if that's what you mean. No, yes. Well, no, I mean, yeah. when Ted came out. And- well, I mean, gr- uh, greater than Fisk's uh, home run? Uh, <laughs> um, great, uh, th- greater than uh, getting the last down in the World Series? Different. At wave? Or, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, that was an event. It wasn't a game. Clearly, it was the greatest event. R- yeah. those, uh, and the best part of it was when the PA announcer Henry, um or maybe it was Cal Bean, I don't know. Said uh, you know, they were way behind T V schedules and you know how they get commercials sure. and everything like that. Uh, and he made the announcement. Will the players, the one that were all gathered around Williams, would you uh, please leave the field now? You know, the and
0: hundred greatest players. They were there, right? Living players.
1: And did they move a finger? No, no. 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 they wanted no. everything they could get out of Ted. They
0: were all kind of reaching yep. for they him. Yeah, they just all know? just wanted to touch him and say hi and, and yeah. be part of that moment. Yeah. Huge. Tony and Gwynn and I mean everybody. Oh, Tony Gwynn loved him. And yeah. vice versa, right? Yeah, right. That was—I thought that was the coolest.
1: Yeah, no, that—that that was great. That—that that was the greatest, uh, you know, moment or any retirement you could possibly have for any player.
0: Yeah, um, I have another one though. That's that—that's very comparable to that. Um, I was watching a 1964 Red Sox, and Arnold Early was on the mound. <laughs> and uh, he threw a ball in the dirt, and Russ Nixon, the catcher, before he didn't even look back. He just threw the ball back to the pitcher. And Arnold Early had turned around, and the ball oh. hit him in his left, his pitching elbow. Oh, jeez! Yeah. The throw back from the catcher hit him in the pitching elbow, and he was out for the year. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it's right. like really, the catcher threw it back because he was pissed at the umpire or whatever. He's yelling. At. He threw it back without looking. You,
1: <laughs> it's you want my all-time story? Sure. Um, it was. Um, 67 or 8, and there was a big uh, Benet Brith dinner at the uh, uh, Copley Plaza, right? And uh, big sports fans, uh, and it was an incredible cast. And there was a young guy, Cassius Clay, that I wanted to meet as a big boxing fan, mm-hmm. right? Uh, as my father was. I got it from him. And uh, and he was just coming on on the scene, yeah. right? Uh, that's why he was still Cassius Clay before the alley, right? And, again, fake uh, press pass from the... Uh, uh, from the uh, got Nick, you and your fake, fake press passes. pass. Yes. 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 Carol, same one I used to, you know, for the football game. <laughs> uh, showed it at the desk, and I said, uh, I'm looking for... Uh, and I'm a scared, skinny guy. I said, why am I doing this? I don't even go to Boston alone by myself, and here I am at the Copley. Uh, I said, I'm looking for Cassius Clay's room. Uh, he says, sweet 666... Six, six, Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I said, oh um, okay, thank you. I take the elevator up, knock on the door, right? Nothing. Knock again, nothing. Turn to walk away, right? The door opens, and it's Clay. And he says, you're looking for cash of Clay? He went that way, right? <laughs> right? I say, oh, no, this is this is. Right. He says, come on in. I says, he's in inviting me in. There must be all the Boston press there, the Herald and the Globe. There must be all there. I'm getting in, right? Nobody there, just him, Angelo Dundee. And it was a Sunday afternoon because they were watching a Patriots-AFL game against the Chargers from the West Coast. It's about 4.15, right? Um, And I'm in there, and I uh, I said, I'm a reporter. Uh, I said, come on in,
0: have a soda. Now, had he won a championship yet, or was he on the way to – hadn't won the championship. Oh, so before, before Lewiston. Uh, that,
1: that's part of the story. Okay. okay? Um, and uh, so we have, I got all all night with him. Okay. I get my notes. Sorry. I says, you know, he says, I got to put the tux on now and go down for the thing. Right. Um, I says, mind if I follow you around and pick up notes for the, now I'm getting some confident. Right. Um, so I followed him all, all over the place and picked up notes of what he said, the funny stuff, the serious stuff. Right. Um, and finally it's the end of the night, you know, he says, you got enough, you know, <laughs> me, what are you, my white shadow? And I said, no, just, I'm almost done. Right. Um, and he said, uh, and I was never a big autograph guy. I never asked anybody for it. And I had a lot of opportunities, you know, if it's for a kid or something, I'd say, you know, get it for him, but I never needed autographs. I love sports, but didn't, not even victim on, not even victim. <laughs> right. And, um, so he, Clay says to me, would you like an autograph? And I'm not going to say no, right? So he signed it to Lenny from Cassius Clay, champ, by 64. So this was 63, because 64, he was the champ. That's when he beat Sonny Liston. Yes, right? So he predicted it, right? And so the next year, I went to Europe, right? And my mother took all the baseball cards. And threw them out. And in those baseball cards was that autograph. Oh. Isn't that
0: something? Oh. Right? Isn't that something? Managgio Lamasari. You know? How do you, you say in <laughs> right. Italian, Mama? How can uh, you do that to me? Uh, oh,
1: just like that. <laughs> um, and and uh, I didn't sue her, but I, I came close. Right? But what that would have been worth?
0: Because it was signed Cassius, Cassius Clay. Cray. Yeah, and it was a pre- it was a premonition of his of his a future. great and, yeah, story, man. that a is a good. Shot, one. Yeah. And if
1: I had that, I could have made a million dollars. That, That's you know, great Years later right? That's
0: why today Lenny still hits Europeans <laughs> <laughs> um, We have um, We've done I think we've done uh, My checklist so, well, I always have a checklist Of uh, things that are Mas importante yep. Which is Spanish For most important And uh, But the one thing that We always I don't know if you know this Lenny Because you don't listen to any of your, You've never listened To a podcast But you're going to listen To this one right Yeah Because yeah, you're on it you know, finally, the only way to get Lenny to listen to a podcast is to put him on one. Our guests always always get a, a parting gift of the uh, the compact disc uh, right. version of the show. That's right. That's right. Well, and we also, you know, we 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 will send uh, my grandma's coffee cake uh, to the Megliola household, yeah. and uh, and and tell Lenny that he's going to hopefully enjoy his son's birthday tonight, which is Christian Megliola, who we all love. Yes. And did, you, do you ever remind him that? Without, If he hadn't been an intern for my show in the 1990s at NECN, and he, he had might had. not have been what That's he right? is today. Yeah, yeah we, we reminisce about that a lot. <laughs> just, we do. Re, just remind him. Remind him that maybe someday maybe someday there's something he can do for me. Like if I want to get Celtics tickets, <laughs> I just call him go, remember the time you were my intern? Well, we went one night. Yeah, well, you and I yeah, did. Yeah, Cleveland game. We did, yeah. but but I mean I'm, I mean that was like a couple of years ago. I'm talking about in the future. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Muhammad Ali. I want to go with Lenny though, because Lenny's uh, Lenny's connected over there. Yeah. Lenny's he's connected over there. It's yeah. been great seeing you, pal. It's
1: great to be with you guys. It really was the one it's and really only. Heard a lot about you. Lenny might, might always raved about you. I got this uh, song. I know.
0: I know that you know this song and you like it. You probably remember it from your prom. <laughs> uh, and we're going to sing it for you. This is Castiglioki. Ready? Oh, we got to go up to the booth and get Joe. Oh, yeah, Joe. Get, get Joe. Joe, let me check. Hold on a second. Are you with us, Joe? Just a minute. I'm taking a crap in here.
2: <laughs> okay, it's time to do the... Ah, oh, yeah, out a toilet paper it's, again. It's time to do the song, Joe. Oh, God. All right. Anytime you're ready. Just ring the
0: fringed phone. Hello, baby. Yeah, this is the Big Bopper speaking. Ha, 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 ha. Oh you sweet thing, do I what, will I what, can you believe it, oh baby, you know what I like, Chantilly lace, a pretty face, a ponytail hanging down, a wiggle in her walk and a giggle in her talk, oh, makes the world go round. There ain't nothing in the world like a big-ass girl to make me act so funny, make me spend my money, make me feel real loose, like a long-necked goose, like a, oh, baby, that's what I like. What's that, baby? But but Nice butt.